Maybe they aren't so different from us after all. Driverless cars, that is. Cutting-edge automaker Tesla has recalled 54,000 vehicles, cars, and SUVs. The reason? They run stop signs, just like we tend to do. I want to own a driverless car one day, but my wife scoffs at the idea. The idea of doing nothing until I arrive at my destination is appealing. My wife has other ideas, the cost and potential danger of the new technology. This Tesla recall seems to be evidence in her favor. Apparently, the rolling stop feature allows vehicles to roll through stop signs at up to 5.6 miles an hour. The fix should be easy, a software patch over the Internet. The news isn't all bad, however. San Francisco has a new robo-taxi service. It seems like the future is closer every day. And for Christians, we know that we'll always be with the Lord. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing with you the great story that's all about Jesus. And on this Groundhog Day 2022, we're in a series called Cure for the Blues. Only the lonely Remember that song? Way back from 1960, if you're old enough, Roy Orbison mournfully singing his first hit song, Only the Lonely. He had originally offered the song to Elvis, who turned it down. And it would be this lonely song that made Orbison a household name around the world. A bit ironic, wouldn't you say? Only the lonely know the way I feel. We've all experienced this feeling at different times in our lives especially the last couple of years. Well, today, we're going to look again at the life of Joseph. If there ever was someone who experienced extreme loneliness, it was good old Joseph. He was betrayed by his brothers, sold into slavery. He spent years in jail after wrongfully being accused of a crime. Surely, he struggled at times with depression, even anxiety, wondering if, and when the Lord would set him free. So, stay with me. Let's see how the Lord ministered to this man in some of the lowest times of his life. And that's really what we want to do in our time with you. We know we all need encouragement. Times are hard, and some more than others are feeling very low. And that's why we want to send you the four-volume set of Scripture lullabies, This music was written to bring peace to anxious hearts. I asked the creator of these scripture-filled and melodic songs to share with us a testimony of someone who has been blessed by the music. Here's what Jay Stalker shared with me. In October, I was diagnosed with COVID. Five days later, admitted to the hospital for what would be 11 days of treatment, oxygen, and medication to fight not only the COVID pneumonia, but bacterial sepsis. I brought in my backpack, my iPad, my Bible, and my CD player. I had just gotten volume four, and this became a continuing stream of precious truth from God's word in my isolation room with Jesus. As this music would stream through the night, his presence felt in comfort, peace, in moments when fear was encroaching. The Lord lifted me up with his word. I'm continuing to recover at home, streaming this volume for myself, my family, and my two-year-old daughter. I'm so thankful 
for the heart of Jace Talker. Yesterday, we heard how he wrote this inspiring music originally for kids, but now adults all over the world use his music to cling to the promises of God in their depression, in their anxieties, and with their fears. After the program, I would like to send you Scripture Lullabies, Hidden in My Heart, Volumes 1 through 4, for your support of this ministry. I know these songs will help you or someone you know who needs encouragement right now. Call us after the program at 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or you can go to our website, and there you can listen to samples from the collection. And our website address is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And while you're there, check out our resources to help in dark times. We have a few articles about dealing with depression and anxiety that I think will help you or someone you know. And now let's open with one of these scripture lullabies here on Haven Today. I could climb the highest heights, travel far beyond the sky, even there I know you'd find me with your love. I could cross the distant seas, walk through valleys dark and deep, even there Nothing can separate me 
called Nothing Can Separate Us. It's based on a famous scripture from Scripture, Lullabies, and the second volume of Hidden in My Heart here on Haven Today. Just about 2,000 years ago, remember Jesus stood in front of a great crowd of people and he declared to them what it means to live a life of love. He said it in the form of a story about sheep and goats. The goats are those who didn't love the Lord during their life. The sheep did love him. And in Matthew 25, the thing that separates the sheep from the goats is not anything to do with what they said they believed. It had everything to do with their actions, which showed what they truly believed. He said the goats didn't feed him when he was hungry or give him a drink when he was thirsty. They didn't tend to him when he was sick. They didn't give him clothes when he was naked and they didn't visit him in prison. The sheep did all of these things. It doesn't matter if we're living 2,000 years ago or 2,000 years later. The people of God are still called to this kind of life, taking our stand on the side of the vulnerable and the hurting and not the side of the powerful. Time and again throughout the Bible, we see the Lord himself doing this very thing. I'm thinking about the Exodus and the prophets in the Old Testament, constantly criticizing the rulers for exploiting their people or mistreating widows. But when I think about that last call, visiting the prisoner, I can't help but think of the story of Joseph in the book of Genesis. He was in jail, but we are reminded time and again that the Lord was with him. Joseph's story began with betrayal. His brothers hated him and his dreams, so they decided to sell him into slavery. Genesis 37, 28 says, When the Midianites' merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels of silver to the Ishmaelites who took him to Egypt. Off he went to Egypt as a slave. The next time we hear about Joseph, we are quickly reminded the Lord was with him. Wherever Joseph went, The Lord was with him. Now, this is important for us, especially for those of us who have the blues, especially this time of year or in these times we're living in. Joseph's life had been tragedy upon tragedy, sold to slave traders by his own brothers, brought to Egypt against his will, forced to serve in Potiphar's house, but the Lord was always with him. And for those of us who Trust in Christ. This promise is ours. Jesus telling us in Matthew 28, I am with you always to the end of the age. Wherever we go, the Lord is with us. Joseph had every reason to despair, didn't he? His brothers hated him. His father thought he was dead. He was a slave in a strange land, and it just got worse. Potiphar's wife tried to seduce him, but when that didn't work, She falsely accused him, and then her husband had him thrown in prison. 
She told him this story. That Hebrew slave you brought us, she's speaking to her husband here, came to me to make sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. When his master heard the story his wife told him, saying, This is how your slave treated me, he burned with anger. Joseph's master took him and put him in prison, the place where the king's prisoners were confined. Well, he was already low, but Potiphar's wife made sure he went even lower. Joseph went from the beloved child of his father to a lowly slave to despised prisoner, all forgotten and neglected. Joseph had every reason to despair and to give up his hope. But even when he was thrown in jail, Genesis thirty-nine twenty-one tells us the Lord was with him. Now, think about that line. I've already said it three times. The Lord was with him. Now, a fourth time. His life was out of control, it seemed. Nothing was going right, even though Joseph was able to earn his master's approval everywhere he went. Nothing was going right. And there are times where this is exactly how we feel. I don't know how many people who have had a series of unfortunate events like Joseph, but I have known many people who have had tragedy after tragedy with no end in sight, death or sickness or losing a job, and they all seem to pile on top of each other. It can suffocate you. It can make you lose all hope and all eternal perspective. I'm sure Joseph felt that way while he was sitting there in prison, but the Lord was with him. Eventually, Joseph was freed. He got out of prison, and he became Pharaoh's second in command during seven years of severe drought. Joseph went from beloved son to despised and forgotten prisoner to second most powerful person in the entire land of Egypt. The Lord was with him, and the Lord is with us. But when Joseph finally saw his brothers again, it wasn't his success that he thought about. It was their act of betrayal. He finally revealed himself to them. Here's what he said. I am your brother Joseph, the one you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now, there has been famine in the land. And for the next five years, there will be no plowing and reaping. But God sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household and ruler of all Egypt. Now, a little later... Joseph would say the same thing about his brother's betrayal. You meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. It was the Lord's protective eye and his constant presence with Joseph that gave him perspective in the midst of his tragedies. The Lord was with him always, and that brought him hope. Here's the amazing part. Jesus knows exactly what this is like. He was betrayed he was imprisoned, he was lied about, and ultimately he was even put to death. 
He went from beloved son of the father to falsely accused to executed criminal, but the father never left him. And all of this was meant for good. He did it to save us, to save you and me from our sin and the judgment we rightfully deserve for our own betrayals. But Jesus didn't stay in the grave, just like Joseph didn't stay in the jail. Jesus broke out of the tomb in new resurrection life, and he secured a new life for all of us, a life that's oriented toward the vulnerable, the imprisoned. Joseph was in prison, but the Lord Jesus was with him. There are thousands of vulnerable and needy people around us every day, and the Lord can use us to be with them as well. And it all goes back to Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, telling us where our hope is, not in the things of this world, not in our own abilities, but in his abundant grace, grace that can cure your blues, not by erasing them, but by assuring us that he is with us no matter where we go. You might be in the lowest pit, and yet he is with you. You might be wondering if he still loves you, and maybe you've never trusted in him. But when you place your faith in Christ for your salvation, you get a promise that comes true. He's with you, and he'll never leave you. This is the promise we have now and forever. But how does this matter practically? I can't see Jesus right now. I can't audibly hear him like I can my wife or my friends. Well, this is why spending time with the people of God is so important. We need to be with other believers, to be reminded every day that the Lord cares for us and that he is with us. But we also can turn to the Bible in our own time Remembering his word helps us to remember his constant presence with us. This is the promise we have in Christ, and it's ours by faith. Trust in Jesus, even in your blues, and remember that he is always with you. When your sky is cold and lonely, and your heart is filled with through the-
Another scripture lullaby here on this Haven Today, a program called Cure for the Blues. That was I Will Never Leave You. Words of Jesus, set to music by Jay Stalker from one of the Hidden in My Heart albums. I'm Charles Morris. Before we end our time together, I want to take a moment to pray for one of our listeners. She wrote to us on Monday. She said, My husband died from COVID on December 9th. I am suffering. I can't sleep and I am depressed, and I'm having trouble moving on. Please pray for me. I'm a believer in Christ, but I can't shake this. I'm afraid to go to sleep. I have not had a good night's sleep since his death. Well, let's pray for her right now. And we're going to send this listener the scripture lullabies by Jay Stalker that we've been listening to this week. Lord in heaven, we lift this sister in Christ up right now. She has suffered a great loss from the pandemic. The love of her life has died. And now she's having trouble sleeping herself. She can't get over the loss of her husband. I pray that your spirit would rest on her even today. And on other people that we've heard from this week and others who haven't contacted us and are listening, Lord, may we not forget the words of Jesus that I am with you. I will never leave you. We all need that. We need to take that to the bank of our heart and never let it go. For we pray this now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I understand how it can be hard to sleep when times are hard. And that's why scripture lullabies were created. They were originally made to help bring peace to children when they were afraid at night. But now so many adults, even people here at our ministry, Haven Today, are finding comfort in the Hidden in My Heart music series. It's so much more than just melodic, soft music. All of these songs contain the promises of God found in scripture. So if you're struggling from depression or anxiety, I want to encourage you to get this four-volume set of Hidden in My Heart. Or if you know someone, be they an adult or be they a child who is anxious or depressed, get them a copy as well. I know this music collection will bring you and somebody you know much comfort and peace. 
So for your minimum gift to support the ministry, we want to send you right away, Hidden in My Heart, the CDs, Volumes 1 through 4. Our phone number to call right now is 800 654 2836. 800 65 Haven. Or visit us online and listen to samples from all four CDs. Check out our resources for depression that we have there as well, or anxiety. We want to help you and those you love in this dark winter. And if you'd like just the Hidden in My Heart Volume 4 CD, we have that for your gift as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Come back again tomorrow. And again, we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. It seems like every day we're reminded that the end of everything is near. I'm not just talking about climate change, but every day as we hear from newscasters, even theologians, Worry about the end is what we hear. Jesus did say no one knows the day or hour, but the anxiety remains. When will it happen? And when it does, will we be ready? But for Christians, this anxiety shouldn't dominate our days. Titus 3.7 says we've been given the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying. We don't need to worry because Jesus is the one who gives eternal life. And if we trust in him, our future is secured. We'll be with him forever. Visit getanchor.com and meet up with Jesus even today.